as you can see, all the fees are represented in this case in Q and T. So if you look at the upgrade plan, and I just checked this on my own account, which I'll be not sharing. Um, but this reads for a light subscription, it's 91.83 QNT per year. Then you need a credit bundle. That's a one-time purchase of 275.48 QNT, bringing it down for the most bare bones entry level enterprise subscription to use Overledger for 367.31 QNT. Welcome to episode 33 of the Quanfi Show. Today, it is June the 27th. Six plus 27 is 33. Update 2.2.33 was last week. Today, we got 2.2.33.1. Gilbert is playing games. There are many, many more references to 33, hence the episode number. As most of you will know today, we had another confirmation on top of the confirmation that we had last week, because last week, Gilbert announced that he is, and this is his tweet, incredibly proud to be able to announce that Quant Network has been collaborating with the BIS, the Bank for International Settlements, and the Bank of England on Project Rosalind a project designing and implementing CBDC API, a CBDC API and platform and testing use cases for CBDCs with financial services participants. We were chosen to provide the technology because of our history of innovation, expertise in financial services and deep experience in payments, previously running mission critical infrastructure. Only we can do what the project needed from a technology technology partner, and payments expert. The project was has produced tangible real-world examples that tested how CBDCs could support a more digitalized economy in the future. Working with participants like the Bank of Canada, Barclays, MasterCard, and Amazon, who built and tested a new CBDC payment flow on the platform. CBDCs are coming. I encourage every bank and financial institution to read the Project Rosalind report and start planning their smart money infrastructure strategy. Read more about Rosalind here and Rosalind report. Links to this will be in the description. So this uh, we had last week, most of yeah. you notice. And today we got another update, um, which is even more interesting. And that's what this episode um will be about yeah mostly it will yeah so tim what are your thoughts on this um well my initial thoughts last week when we got to rosalind i think it was even the the week before i think it was like the on friday i believe so it's like 
it was the day after the English show they released the news and then we got people commenting hey, commenting hey uh why aren't you guys making a new video because while well, we just got the Rosalind news we were both yeah. like yeah we don't really have the time for that that's right we made yeah. a Dutch episode and now we're back it's two weeks ago when you guys watched this. yeah it's it's yeah it's all yeah uh it's two weeks from the point that you watch this video um yeah. now it's a bit less because well this is pre-recorded obviously um but yeah my initial thoughts at that moment were okay we are basically now receiving the biggest news since well early 2022 and end of 2021 possibly yeah, I, th I, I, I think, think since so. like the, the the launch of, of overlay no not necessarily i think since the launch of Overledger in September 2021, and then we got the Oracle news. I think those were kind of the biggest moments, and we still got like the 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 the. Uh, the, the but did you course. cry? I, I I did not. No, but <laughs> let me finish. Uh, <laughs> at that point, I thought, okay, we are, we basically received the biggest news since that moment, so this is very significant. Uh, but then today we we. We went even further, apparently, because they now well dropped a new product uh, at the end of H1, and it yep. makes you now cry, right? <laughs> yeah. When we got indeed the, the confirmation for Project Rodlet, I think the last episode in English we we, we assumed and and we kind of knew because of the way that Tom Mutton or Mullen, whatever. The CBDC uh, boss from the Bank of England, the way he spoke about Gilbert's knowledge and expertise um, on that event on stage. Can't remember the name. Um, so, so we assumed, right? You can watch uh, the episode. I'll probably post it somewhere. And yeah, then we got the confirmation, and I cried. I there was so much relief. I mean. We always knew, in a way. I mean, we, we fucking knew in 2020. But even my closest relatives by now were having doubts and looking at me like I was some uh, tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist. I mean, when the price went up to, to 400, they thought I was the messiah. But yeah, um, time heals all wounds, apparently. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty crazy. So when we finally got this, it, uh, yeah, it was insane. It's truly insane. Uh, I mean, how many crypto projects actually got the Bank of Fook in England? I mean, you can look at the title. <laughs> There's no accidents there. Who has it? Tell me. <laughs> Man, it's... Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting, and 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 the partners in this uh, in this project Rosalind, they were testing uh, retail uh, facing CBDCs. Yeah, and it's the use of Bank of Canada, Barclays, Mastercard, and Amazon. Um, don't forget UST created the front end. Um, they've been experimenting and trying to figure out how they could make that work, and they all had their own little slice of the experiment so mastercard was working with debit cards 
and Amazon was working uh, obviously within the logistics. Uh, Bank Canada Barclays forgot the details, but I think you get the point. Um, what is most important is that it is all built on quant. Quant provided the blockchain, they hosted all the tech, they provided the interoperability, they made sure that everything worked. And that's super amazing. Yeah, so so no chain cringe or, or, or XRP shenanigans, all quant hosted and all signed off by the bank national settlements, which is the highest entity above the IMF and above all the banks um, that, that, that we know, um, yeah. which is pretty insane. Operates and, at the level of the World Bank, which uh, it's kind of a different institution, but even the World Bank recognizes yeah. Quant's technology. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it, it goes even deeper. I mean, what is cool is let me share my screen a bit because um, um, I don't take my word for this, obviously. What you see here is the Quant website. And I know some of you don't trust Quant's website. Well, that's your loss. Um, if we scratch this, we should get to the landing page. Oh, they updated it. Right now, it says Quant launches over Ledger platform. They launched a video. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, last week, it showed the Bank of England, the, the plaque on the door, um, which was uh, pretty interesting to find. Um, Quant, the foundation of the blockchain economy. Unlocking benefits for all. We're skipping a little bit of a, a head. Shall we skip ahead, Tim? While we're breaking everything? Uh, well, I mean, skip straight into what news we got with Rosalind into the tweets, I think. All right. Okay, you want to go there first? Okay. okay. No, no um, I mean, this is already about Overledger platform. It's one step back to Rosalind. Okay. Uh, um, what do you want me to bring up on that regard? You want to go back here? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what exactly is, is being mentioned in this article. Yeah, so they're part of the vendor team uh, led by the Bank of for International Settlements, Bank of England. And um, yeah, they export the CBDC. And I know a lot of people have their reservations um, about privacy and such. Um, I am not going there for uh, this time, no. but this is coming. This is coming. CBDCs are inevitable. Um, same as that, it was inevitable that though your money gets digitized. And yeah, the project was a report. You can now also find it in the description. Yeah, just scroll down on YouTube or whatever podcast platform you're you're on. Make sure to subscribe. Leave us the thumbs up, the heart thingies. We love you guys. Show some love back, if you will. And then you can just open the description up. And there's a ton of information there. You can find timestamps. If you want to skip ahead to the stuff that I alluded to earlier. And you can also find all the resources that we used. Um, so this is biz.org slash Pablo. OTHP 69. Like that. 
<laughs> no, no, why? Have a child. Sue me. Um, you, you can find the report in this link. Um, but they're using API uh, prototypes in this case. No, the, the, um, they yeah. tested 33 APIs. They did 33. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but I mean, without going in full detail, um, when oh. the Bank of International Settlements publishes a report, you could safely assume that central banks, uh, well, which were all parts of the network, uh, will be looking to the highest settlements and looking at a BIS report. And there, is no, there will be no central bank I'm uh, well, kind of repeating Yarno here. That will not look at these type of reports. So that means that when you see the report and you go, I mean, we, we might open it, or there was like a fact sheet at the bottom, right, where they they, they mentioned all the partners. Um, do you want to go there? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. If you can safely open it without doxing yourself. I have no idea where to find it, to be honest. Uh, well, you can in our Telegram, but... Uh, ah. I did share it. Yeah, we felt to prepare this because I did not plan to go to Project Rosalind. No, but it's, it's, it is important to, to talk about Rosalind first. Oh, here's the full text. Hold on. There, There is a... And I am already fully doxed, so who cares? You don't know my first name and last name, but now you believe in under a fucking rock. Come find me. I hide my ledger inside me. You can have it. <laughs> Jokes. Um, oh, demonetized again. Great. So, Appendix 3. How fitting. <laughs> Project sponsor. Project team. Uh, Bank of England, obviously. Bank of England. Uh, Biz Innovation Hub. We got the vendor team, which is UST and Quant. And this is UST Global. Now, for the people uh, that are not up to speed, this has nothing to do with Do Quant and the shenanigans. And then we got the API user group. Alphabetically yeah. ordered. And there is Amazon, Bank of Canada, Barclays. Idemia and MasterCard. And Idemia is an identity company. Barclays is obviously a bank. Bank of Canada is obviously a bank, but then a central bank, whilst Barclays is a private bank. And MasterCard is a payments provider. And Amazon is naturally uh, a jack of all trades. Logistics company. Um, what did you want to highlight specifically, Tim? Well, Defender team. Um, so you have all these entities which have been participating in the research and the testing of the project, and mm -hmm. it just stands out to me that the vendor teams are the team that has built like the infrastructure, it just consists of two parties. It's UST, yeah. which builds uh, the front end of the API, yeah. so kind of the user interface. Yeah, uh, that's a, if you click, uh, then that happens. But yeah. the, the the magic in the background is being provided by Overledger. Entirely, it's, yeah. it's, and it, it is entirely the case because there are just two parties: one front-end party and one back-end party. And yeah. if you, well, if you then take into consideration that Overledger is fueled by Q and T, that means that this entire thing, this entire report, 
um, all flows on Q&T. This is the biggest type of utility we've seen so far in yeah. the four years that Quants exist. And, and I think that people do not understand the impact of what we have in front of us right now, what we are staring at. People have yeah. no clue. They don't realize. It's yeah. insane. It's literally insane. Exactly. Uh, let, let me hold on. Let me undock this for a bit because what papa people will be like, no, coconut needed. Coconut needed. And um, you, you can say that. Are we going to into the token not needed uh, thought for a bit? No, I'm going to show the evidence that token is needed. Because since you now went here, now we need to provide evidence or we're going to lose all these dumb people. So if you would go to uh, connect.quant.network, sorry if the mic cut out, got really close, then there is uh, a bunch of plans you can get. And there are subscriptions. As you can see, all the fees are represented in this case in QNT. So if you look at the upgrade plan, and I just checked this on my own account, which I'll be not sharing, um, but this reads for a light subscription, it's 91.83 QNT per year. Then you need a credit bundle. That's a one-time purchase of 275.48 QNT bringing it down for the most bare bones entry level enterprise subscription to use Overledger for 367.31 QNT. So let's say with the Quobfi show, we want to use Overledger for our operation. And we don't need much. This is 11,000, 11,000 dollars worth product the next level the level afterwards are not defined um and are only on request as you can see here this is the upgrade plan um the trial i have the trial as well um right now i'm not doing anything on it but then you got the light the standard and the advanced and there is probably more um as you can see here in the description, the light gives you access to Overledger APIs, Overledger flows, community support, SLAs, credit volumes. You will be able to select your prepaid credit bundle in the next step. So if we take it back one picture, you can see here 5,000 credits cost 45.9 QNT. And you see that there's a lot of decimals. There's two decimals here. This is because all these numbers you can obviously pay in fiat everything is denominated in fiat and the quant price just it's not the other way around that's why quant succeeds where the extra piece and the links fail because you need you need fiat values because businesses are not going to buy the token so the conversion happens on the back end so in this case if you want the 30k credits Price per credit is $1.1. You can see here that sets you back to 75.48 QNT on this day. That will get you three plus smart contracts or a single complex smart contract, circa 40K tokens, monthly activity monitoring, uh, et cetera. 
So without going any deeper, this is uh, irrefutable evidence that the word that token is needed. Yeah. Yeah. One client will need at a minimum at this price 400 tokens. There is only 14.88 million tokens ever. The smart contract cannot create any more ever again. Everything that gets burned is burned forever. So supply is only shrinking. This is really interesting. Because the bare bones 11K a year subscription for most companies that would not be enough, right? It's well, like your it's like your entry level uh, phone plan. Are you getting I'll, your huh? Yeah, I mean, if I look at the phone plans that my uh, employer, so it's like a government agency that I work for, but I see what they pay monthly just to have all our phones up and running. And we are just like an agency of like 200, 250 employers, uh, employees, I'm sorry. Um, I see those numbers. You, you're not you're not sufficient with 10K. You're thinking of 200, 300,000 euro a year just to have all those now i think that's i think they pay like 6k a month sorry my maths are terrible it's still 80k a year i think i went 200 from 300 phones. to 200 250 phones i think yeah okay. Okay. now sorry that, it's a terrible example but i mean those numbers they they they, they, they go up pretty quickly yeah, yeah, yeah and that's yeah. just that's yeah. just phone infrastructure yeah, and especially if you want more features, etc. Credits are needed for everything on the network. That's why you need a credit package. Um, so yeah, there's that, which is uh, which is really interesting. Um, and 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 that is the big thing, right? Because today, uh, it got officially it launched officially. There's a video. Um, We'll, we'll put that in the description. It's five minutes and 29 seconds. We're not going to stream that here. Also, it is their video. So the link is here. Uh, you can find it under YouTube, Want HQ. Um, and you, you have to watch it. Are we not sharing this? But there was a little bit of a hiccup because the video got uploaded to YouTube and a mistake was made. So the video was available on the website for a full eight hours prior to the weekend. So that was like four days early. Um, and it spread like wildfire. And most of you have probably by now seen it. Many of you have seen it within that eight hour window or because they knew somebody that downloaded it. Because, yeah, the quantum community is very, very much aware that accidents happen and that things get taken down again. So whenever something interesting uh, gets posted, everybody's screenshotting the hell out of it and just downloading and recording everything. Well, we managed to keep everything on the wraps. Why? Because Gilbert was emailing motherfuckers. <laughs> Gilbert was yeah. sending people Twitter uh, tweets, uh, DMs, like, okay, guys. Um, we need to break the news ourselves, which which is fair. So most uh, most parties 
uh, agreed, took down whatever they uh, they created. Yeah, I think we took down the video in pretty much every Telegram channel. Um, we, we, we managed. There was this initial discussion, though. We shouldn't pay too much attention to it. Uh, but you kind of had two camps in that discussion, uh, or two schools, yeah. however you call it. Uh, well, I was on the side of, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. They uh, a, a hidden link accidentally leaked. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be linking the video and downloading the, the it. The description in the video also stated uh, on June 27th, 2023, exactly. yeah. we released yeah. Quad over Ledger platform. So it we was literally literal in writing that it, was, that it was unintended. Yeah. And well, in, in the other camps, well, no, I mean, they, they make a mistake. So it's their fault. Like, it's not the community's fault that we find out and just spread it. And mm -hmm. well, after Gilbert and I mean, Gil and Andrew uh, DMing people, <laughs> we uh, were pretty quick to delete it everywhere. Yeah. And well, props to the QT community for doing that once again. For sure. Uh, but for then sure. <laughs> uh, we were all looking forward to the 27th of June because, well, apparently that was the point we were getting news. And then you started seeing this weird dynamic. Like people, some people already saw the video, some people didn't. We started building expectations, right? Mm. But we didn't really get the hype for some reason. I, I don't know. I don't really know why. But it felt it felt different. I think if everything would have just dropped out of the blue, we might have had gotten a different reaction. Because now we were yeah. anticipating. Naturally, everybody knew something was coming. And I mean, most of us saw the video. I mean, everybody has their confidants. So I think half of the community had seen the video prior to this. So there was a lot less noise. It's like your birthday present, right? If it's your birthday, you're a kid, and you accidentally walk into the barn, and you see like this big, big package and, and, and there's a tear in it, and you can see the handlebars of a new bicycle coming through, but it's still four days until it's your birthday. Are you going to play surprised, or are you just going to go absolutely mental the day you see it? It's, it's kind of like that, right? If you know, you know. And Yeah. Um, because yeah. the Russellland so, News initially took us by storm. We, 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 well, we got to Twitter announcement, so the tweet of Gilbert saying, hey, and, and that was kind of a big moment, so I saw that, and I was like, oh, he's talking about the Russell report, and he just dropped the link. And the hype was real that day. We actually pumped out of nowhere. I think we pumped like $16, $17 or euro, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then the days after, it kind of faded away. Uh, but this time around, we didn't, didn't necessarily have that. And while there are some explanations, we, we got, had some, there's also something we didn't discuss yet, and we will move into Overledger platform. Don't worry. Um, there, there was some, I'm not sure if we, we have it already in this episode, but there, there, there was some discussion around team wallets, uh, apparently moving Q&T uh, around. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the, the price action didn't we'll move into that in, in a bit. But it, it was a different reaction today than the last time. Anyway, let's let's just have a brief look back at what happened 
past 24 hours. And yeah, um, I, I want to yeah. touch on this also really quickly because, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, go. Th this, this was also interesting. This is from March 15, 2021, where the World Bank and IMF already recognized Quad Unique Overledger Interoperability Platform, API based approach. So this was this was back way in the past. And that's the World Bank that you name dropped earlier in the video. I think yeah. that's uh, that's interesting because that's most likely when they also started looking with uh, with BIS. I mean, they were working on it for a year and a half, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so this must have been the initial period. I remember we suddenly got the World Bank news and it came kind of because this was the time I just entered the community. I, I was here during those mm -hmm. days. And it kind of came out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there was no follow-up. <laughs> yeah. And that happens. But there's no coincidences with quant. Where, where did you want to go again? I forgot. I think let, let's go back in the past 24 hours, right? So before we go into the price discussion and all the obvious stuff, let's let's just look back at the past 24 hours launch of Overledger platform. The news yeah. we got around it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, let's just yeah. have a little... Uh, if uh, if we look on the Quant Twitter, they tweeted, today we launched hashtag Overledger, the platform uh, with a capital P. One thing, hashtag Overledger. Making the same enterprise-grade technology that has underpinned our projects with institutional and central bank customers to date. Accessible to all for the first time. Watch our video and learn more. So if you click on this link, um, it will take you to their website. And that reads, Quad launches Overledger platform by Andrew Carrier. Today, we unveiled Overledger platform, making the same enterprise-grade technology that has underpinned our projects with institutional and central bank customers today, accessible to large enterprises, SMEs, and developers for the first time. And Overledger platform is a game changer for anyone that wants to build a business in the blockchain economy, says Gilbert. The video is five minutes, 27 seconds. It is under the link in the description. Just a, just a, a, a brief tip of the fill. You have audio the current tip? form of money that we have today is obsolete. We've been using the same system for, for centuries. What we need is a new form of money that is fit for the future. We believe that blockchain technology is the future of finance, bringing trust and transparency to any transaction. In payments, its programmability allows banks and payment firms to innovate for their customers. While in capital markets, tokenization of all kinds of asset classes is connecting issuers to deep pools of entirely new investors. The impact of blockchain to finance is actually just as big as the impact of the internet to society. It really is transformative and changing the entire underlying architecture and the infrastructure of what we use today. Blockchain allows us to have smart money. Smart money allows us to program new types of logic, new types of functionality into money to do things that is really fit for purpose for the 21st century. We'll leave that at that. Go to their website, watch the rest of the video. Yeah. 
it was a lot a slick, more. It was a slick video, and, and the first yeah. time I saw it, and you need to imagine. So this this video was online since like it's all European time here, so Central European. It said like eight hours. So let's say they published it. it at around... It was one in the morning, twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That that was when we found out. But at that point, it was already online for eight hours. So, it, it, well, if you kind of calculate that back until the time they put they put it posted pretty much at the end of the workday. So it comes back mm. at like four Central European time, something like that, or five, and nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Until Pom or uh, good old friend Pom Papa did, he posted the link on Twitter, and well, once you do something like that, it will blow up instantly because people are all over the place, and the link uh, drops on Telegram, and once that happens, well, it's it's boom. Ah. Before you know, it, 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 the, the 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 genius out of the bottle, and and there you go. And and then I saw the video. And I was like, whoa, whoa, we, sh we shouldn't be, we're not supposed to see this. <laughs> and adren adrenaline started rushing through my body and I felt messed up the next day at work. People were like, did you even sleep? And I was like, you guys, you guys should know what happened last night. <laughs> anyway, um, it was really cool. It was a slick video. He was and so was, shocked uh, that he proceeded to share it with me and another private group. <laughs> Yeah, well, you, you gave me the orders in capital uh, letters. Yeah. Download it. Download it yeah. instantly. And I did. Yeah. And You're a great pal. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and, and and some other people did as well, apparently. But I didn't share it on, on, on Telegram. Uh, or other I didn't feel like that was appropriate. But I did share it privately, of course. Like, hey, we have this document uh, that we should archive in some way. And we did. That's surely watch it if you haven't seen it yet it's great material hey back to the back to the news so um we we were here we watched the video and yeah um what is interesting is Overledger platform as they they, they right here establishes a new benchmark for enterprise blockchain universal interoperability and ease of use it's a low-code software as a service that allows customers to issue digital money and interoperable assets with just a few clicks, move them from one blockchain network to another, write new apps that will run on any network and create secure smart contracts that will execute on any blockchain. Oh, sorry. And use simple APIs to integrate with their existing system. The quant sentences, people, I keep choking on them every time. Um, Critical time for financial services industry. Although the unregulated crypto experiment has failed, blockchain-based infrastructure and systems, regulated tokenized money and digital assets are still central to, in to innovation. In tandem, it is expected that the value of tokenized assets will reach $4 trillion by 2030, when businesses are scrambling to hire the right expertise or a plethora of developers to capitalize on the opportunity presented by this new technology. Yeah. And they, they make two statements here in this one sentence. First, they repeat that the unregulated crypto experiment has failed. That's something we've seen before. And they mentioned the four trillion. Uh, I think it was one in one of the emails and also in one of the articles on the websites of City. 
bank um, kind of well estimating this number. So they they they, they um, well repackage information into these kind of new articles, and that's really nice. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting, and it it also underpins, underscores, underlines what Quant's position is when it comes to what they do. Right, they they are in the blockchain business, they're in the DOT business, they're not in the crypto business. No, they aren't. And yeah, there was someone today. I think Council was, was like, "Yeah, but their CT game is just trash." And I mean, if you look at Hodgkinson, he knows how to get people behind him. He has a lot of followers, and we're like, "Okay, motherfucker, we 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 don't care. We truly don't care. We are here for the enterprise volume and stuff. It's a feature, not a bug, that Gilbert is not." messing around memeing no. on twitter they are focusing on the blockchain economy they are literally re-architecting the entire financial system without needing a retail schnitzels like us yeah and, and and we made jokes about this back in 2020 already because we knew this was the case because gilbert has said it before and everybody laughed and everybody smiled and everybody memed the hell out of the quant community well, jokes on you guys. Bank of Fook in England. And it's not speculation. <laughs> no, it's not uh, speculation anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the, the article continues for a bit. Um, Martin also had a quote. Until now, businesses have struggled to capitalize on the benefits provided by blockchain because it's a complex technology requiring specialist skills. Overledger platform changes all that. Simple to use, continually updated, and integrates seamlessly with your existing systems. That's how it unlocks the power of blockchain for everyone. End quote. And that's the big difference, right? It's it's no coding, no BS. Quant has under 100 people because their technology does everything for them. I mean... There was someone also in the council stating that integrating new software can take years and years. Yeah, well, Quant has stated a year ago already that their solution, if you want to interoperate your existing system with blockchain, it will take you six weeks, I believe they said. Six weeks to integrate everything and get it working. And, 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 And it will cost you a fraction. Because everything is pre-coded, everything is verified, everything is secure. And you don't have to trust me for it. The Bank of International Settlements and the Bank of England have done the work together with Barclays and Amazon. And those guys, uh, yes, they make mistakes, but they do their due diligence. And uh, so exciting. There was a link. There was a link in, in the article work on projects and um, so i follow this and that brings us to quant.network slash projects and the first words there are projects bespoke solutions for the most demanding of business models and continue with finance is different the financial services industry is unlike any other highly regulated fast moving and with the ability to affect the entire world's economies 
Binance presents the most demanding of use cases for blockchain. It's also where the technology benefits hold the greatest potential. Your business, your way. Unlocking the power of blockchain is really just a technical challenge, though. Many large organizations want to embed CBDCs, programmable money, or tokenized assets into their business models but struggle with articulating strategy, defining ROI, or building business cases. They worry about making costly mistakes, such as backing the wrong model or implementing the wrong technology. Well, um, Quant has all this covered. We covered this in previous episodes. Um, this is the experience of people at the Quant team. Some people argue that this is partnerships. I'm not so sure myself, um, but the CLO, CEO alone has 20 years experience in cybersecurity. And by going to the, so I lost it. Oh, it was a separate thing. By going to connect.quant.network, you just get access to everything. So what the Bank of England uses, you can use. You can probably remember that they were on the Royal Crown's Her Majesty's Marketplace. What was that, 2021? Uh, I'm not sure what you're pointing at right now. So they they were on the they, they were a vendor for the UK marketplace. They were on there for quite some time. Oh you can actually, yeah, that, that might 2021, be was that? 2021 or even 2020. I'm, I'm yeah, not sure because that's where we find the the, yeah. the document that we oh yeah, that, that it must be 2020 already. Yeah, because we knew at that point we already knew they were there. So yeah, yeah. So so interesting times and and quant is for sure making waves. Um. On the partner page, shall we go to the partner page? Shall we look it up? Let's see. Where can I find this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, um, Quant is is still moving on. They're, they're, blah, blah. I can't do two things at the same time. That's fine. They they're they're growing. They are making new products. They just got confirmed oh, <laughs> over and over again. And just by this additional little bit of, of FA that got confirmed, all the other things became more plausible exponentially, exponentially. And I mean, if the Bank of England is real and the Bank of International Settlements is real and Lackchain is real and SIA that already connects Nexi to all the banks in the world is real, then it is highly likely that also the Swiss connection is real. Bank of Japan is real. Bank of SDX. France is real. SDX is real. NASDAQ. NASDAQ. Sveriges Riksbank. All those things. Oh, uh, well, uh, the ECB Monetary uh, Authority of Singapore, Australia, Samsung. Samsung, and so on. So it's crazy. It it really, really is crazy. And and even if those things, if some of those things are well never enter the, the the real cost they, they are customers and use overlets for stage it shouldn't really matter anymore 
right? It, it should already be more than sufficient to give a huge market share. Platform providers. Oh yeah, Amazon also confirmed once again. Yeah. Platform providers, Lackchain, Oracle, Nexi, distribution partners, USD, Nexi, Oracle, Marketplace, Oracle, independent software vendors, Folo, Nanocorp. Oh, they, they took away the Bank of England. Or was it that on this page? Uh, you also have the associations page. But that's that's not necessary. Hey, but if you click on the link, if you click on the links, go up, go up. If you, there are links you can click, right? If you click on marketplace, okay, oh, it's only Oracle. Dun, dun, dun. Oh dear. No, it. Ah. Standard financial institutions. We're just doing this as we go. I haven't been on the website in days. We just spoke about it this morning, right? Uh, sorry, prior to this episode. Did you uh, read all the documents? Uh, no. <laughs> There's way, way, way too much information to... Um, I don't know where to find it. And there, there, There's also so much more than, than back in the days we joined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is not possible to keep up anymore. It just went from this secret, secretive little website to this. Yeah. These are all the language, all the coding uh, things you can use. C++, C, Go, Java, J, JS, Java, JavaScript, JavaScript. I don't know. PHP, TS, I don't know all this. R. Or I'm like way too dumb when it comes to coding stuff. Um, let me see if I can find where the where the thing is. You mean the associations page? Yeah, I think so. We shared it in the Quant podcast group. I did. But to be fair, we're so many. Link share today. Uh, I was just looking at my phone and sending some stuff uh, in terms of links as a kind of a summary to a friend. And there's just so much that, that happened today. <laughs> I couldn't find all the links, even the most basic ones. So there were so many articles, tweets, um, videos. It's not on the associations. I'm I'm looking for the where you can see the Bank of England next to all the other. Ooh. I'm not sure where you can find that. Me neither. Anyway, doesn't really fucking matter. Um, want to go for the quant price because that's the most uh, interesting and hilarious part of everything. Ah. Well, it's at least a good 
thing to track it every week over two weeks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so today is the 27th of june and we are looking at so get away from my mic because headphones are quite safe for the people with simple prison across now sorry yeah price is 107 dollars Looking at the past 14 days, we went up. And yeah, that was an accurate representation. You look at the volume here as well. Volumes of up to uh, 83 million. Yeah. And the volume is now 12. 12. <laughs> Oh, million. So looking at the past seven days, then we went from 100 to 107. It's pretty despairing, not going to lie. All the metrics are kind of green. One year, we're up 81%. 30 days, we're up 2.9. 14 days, 9.4. But come on, people. Jesus. I <laughs> LCX. They, they did an announcement of an announcement. They pumped 50%. What the hell is wrong with you guys? <laughs> it's a team, Yorno. It's a team selling. <laughs> yeah, 12 million. My ass. Anyway, we're up to... Uh, we're into euros now. It says 97.64. Um, it's, uh, it's despair. Utter despair. Let's see what the rest of the world is doing. I heard this thing last week. All eyes on Bitcoin. Okay. All eyes on Bitcoin. Isn't people it just always all eyes on Bitcoin? People parroting each other. It's um anyway. Um XRP is still here, 43 cents. <laughs> it's always the same, man. I feel like every week is literally the same with XRP. It's oh, they yeah. moved up to six players now. Yeah, let's uh let's go for the fully diluted values. Some coin called Moliverse is first. Bitcoin is the opposition. Yeah, I don't know. See what what's happening here is that Link is actually still catching up because of the supply. It's an hilarious thing. Never mind. Let's uh, not make it more complicated. People are brains are already bleeding. So we have Bitcoin. Bitcoin is now at 27, almost 28k euro, which is which is a reasonable bump. I don't Bitcoin. mind. The further it bumps yeah. up, the better it is, right? Uh, Please pump it. Let's pump it. Because it means that uh, when Bitcoin goes up, it means that more people will be looking again at the crypto space, uh, more people potentially looking to us. It's great news. Yeah. I'm not, not against yeah. all other cryptos. Yeah. Bonus up, because that's the most bestest beautiful blockchain that ever existed. Dogecoin is... Uh, yeah, well, Dogecoin. Um, and there we go. Yeah, we, we go down to... And the foundation of the blockchain economy 
is at position 35. Under Hedera Hashgraph and ICP and Ethereum Classic, naturally. So, yeah. Um, what shall we say? Let's see, last 24 hours. Who are the biggest gainers? Flex hey. coin. Oh, Stellar. Arbitrum. Bitcoin oh cash. my god. Yeah, I am a little bit a little bit sour about this. <laughs> and on the seven days, Bitcoin Cash, guys. Bitcoin Cash is gonna save the world. Together with Pepe. We're not even there. Hmm? We're not even we're not even top ten in terms of best gainers last week. We we back daily volume. Of- <laughs> daily volume RTGS for the Bank of England. Daily volume. Seven hundred billion average in the first quarter. Seven hundred billion. And that's only the UK. Twenty-four hour volume for Crypto, all of it, 36 billion. So the Bank of England, RTGS, does 20 times the amount of volume as the entire crypto sphere worldwide. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. And I think if we will be looking JP, at this, JP Morgan does 10 trillion a day in settlements. That's with a T. So I think if we look at this in the future and we, we will be get, increasingly get this, people will be looking at these shows and think that these guys they were operating in a vacuum back then, right? Reaching to a to an audience that, that, that barely existed. <laughs> Everyone was distracted. When we started the episode, one of the reasons why I had, why I cried last week on Rosnan News is because it was finally confirmation that I was not insane. I mean, I obviously got fed most of the information when I joined in 2020, when I tried convincing people or telling people what we thought was was true and what was right. People just don't believe you. They just think you're a fucking idiot, that you're a dreamer, and that you're just falling for the crypto scams. But if you look at the research that Council did, that Council did, that all the people... Um, that, that are doing the research, everything that they found and how they deduce and connect the hints that Gilbert drops. Eventually, right? Let's, let, let's say we finally, don't, don't buy a car like this, but if you finally get your Bugatti, mm-hmm. and people ask, how did you get to afford this? And then you say, yeah, I invested in a company, blah, blah, blah. Oh, was it crypto? Oh, man, you were so lucky. 
Trust me. There is luck involved, but it's a tiny bit. I got shield XRP. Listen to the origin story, episode one. I got shield XRP. I knew nothing. Well, just a bit about investing just in stocks. I consulted some people. I read the information fed to me, both the XRP part as well as the quant part. And I made an educated guess in which route to continue and read up and dive in more. From then on, was it still luck? Not sure. I mean, the narrative back then was already very compelling. Very compelling. With Sia adopting Quantech, Gilbert's resume, and so on and on and on. The writing was literally on the wall even back then. Hungarian Horntail slot on Twitter shared today a document from 2018 actually already stating um, things about interoperability, etc. Um, and the urgency. There was already so much information that we then had. We examined and we draw we draw our conclusions from that. Yeah. So saying that we were lucky, if you tell me I'm lucky 10 years from now, just didn't get it. No. You can just read up, do your research, and make an educated investment. And I already have not like Pepe meme gambling. And I already have a feeling that the people which will kind of tell me that I'm lucky. kind of already know who they are probably I already yeah I, I know exactly which people come to me like you were you got lucky in that one I'll mm. I'll just laugh with them honestly because well yeah. sure there, there there is there 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 is luck involved I mean there, there there was a sheer stroke of luck that someone um well tipped me QT in a ripple chat you can you can listen to the origin story didn't change episode one go there um but indeed like i did dig further i did look into it and i think that's where the luck kind of stops and we had some very difficult moments um, yeah. <laughs> there were there were some moments that we sincerely doubted everything that went on right you see things and then Oh, you see the price dropping again, and you just fully, you were fully convinced it, that wouldn't happen, but it happened. And I'm talking price wise, right? Yeah. So yeah we went yeah. all the way up, all the way yeah, to my, and then we dropped all the way back. Fucking despair. And, and if that's the only thing that you joined Quant for, yeah, then you lost most likely, right? Yeah. yeah but, but then also yeah. with the, the first generation, right? So you have these, these waves in like the first generation there. They, yeah. they, they wrote it all the way from 20 cents back to, up until $16 and all the way back to one with barely any hard evidence of what's going on. Sure, there was still the same speculation. You still have the console and Maybe the console already, I'm not sure. But the, yeah. the, 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 the amount, the archive that we have nowadays well, barely existed back then. It was still being being built. 
these mm-hmm. people were out. Some people left, many left. Many so there were some wills which had tens of thousands of QT left. They, they they wrote the pump from one to four dollars and left. Um and that happens and it will happen in the future. And yeah. I think do we have any more fundamental stuff? Because we might look into the wallets. We did that in the Dutch show. Yeah, week. no, no I, I, I'm not oh, going okay, into wallets. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now, you you, no, you can find that. that in the Quamfi Lounge. Yeah. Because the wallets, the, the wallets will also bring us to a lot of speculation again. Will derail the discussion, I think. Yeah, it, it, it might. It's just the only thing that I wanted to point out here before we move mm. into the, the update. Oh, of sorry. No, no, it's fine because well, wallets you can interpret that pretty broadly, and there are many things to talk about. That's a number of of, of Q and T on exchange. Yeah, yeah. So the the general consensus to... was that that, that 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 the total amount of exchanges dropped. Um, yeah. I, I want to put this side note there, right? Okay. So back in the Bitcoin Maxi days, when you had Bitcoin and ETH, and maybe one or two shit coins like XRP, the the token amount on exchanges was representative of the bearishness or the bullishness of people. The more yeah. bearish people got, the more tokens were on exchanges, right? Exchanges were then not to be trusted. Everybody did self-custody. That was the bottom line. But that was 10 years ago. And Yeah, even we, a couple of years ago. Yeah, but people still telling this that story, right? Yeah, yeah. But but but, but since like a couple of years exchange has gotten better reputation got better not all of them obviously um but the, the more people that come in the more normies you get in and the fewer people will use hardware wallets uh, by all means if you're tech savvy and you can use both hands get a hardware wallet it's the safest bet but it also has a, a high chance for uh, making mistakes anyway right now you have custody solutions you have exchange wallets, you have enterprises and other entities joining the game. So looking at the quant token supply, right? We have 14.8 million tokens. Exchange wallets are sometimes labeled, sometimes they aren't. Coinbase custody wallets are not labeled. We can only try to identify them by specific behaviors that they, that they show. Gemini provides custody. Bracken provides custody. There are all these entities providing custody. Then you have people with multiple wallets. Yeah. I'm one of those. Tim is one of those. Then I have uh, multiple other wallets, which I do things with. Some contain QT, some don't. And then there is what I consider for myself my, my liquidity pool. Some exchanges, I have like little batches of Q&T because when everything goes mental, I want to have some liquidity. When I am somewhere on vacation or whatever, I do not want to mess around with a ledger everywhere. I don't want to carry the thing around my neck. Um, that's literally tying the cat to the bacon. A little bit odd, but don't want to bring the thing everywhere I go. So that just split my stack like six, seven ways. doesn't mean anything anymore i mean i have a lot of friends and family that have all their q and and exchanges and that is no small numbers either but those are not really 
people that will ever go to Ledger. I mean, it's not their behavior, right? It's not their psychology. They don't fear exchanges. And you can think of that whenever you want. But the narrative of how many tokens are on exchange? Are people bearish or bullish? doesn't work anymore. Because more and more, you've seen this last couple of weeks, banks are providing crypto custody services. They are providing trading. In five years, I'll tell you, most tokens for most people will be on exchanges. Maybe yeah. they'll come, maybe you'll get better solutions, right? With secure elements built inside phones. Maybe you get overledger on a chip. I don't know. But ledger will not be the mainstream solution that everybody will use. CBDCs and all those other things, wallets will get better. They will evolve. The security will get better. And then the metric for how many tokens are on exchanges will only work for Bitcoin. But all the people that are holding Bitcoin cannot use their fingers anymore to operate the ledger. So those ledgers and those Bitcoin will all be frozen because all the Bitcoin holders will be very ancient and old. Are, are you now telling that Bitcoin is going to 300k just because people cannot sell anymore and the supply yeah. drops? Oh, those tokens haven't moved in over 10 years. Nah, I, I, I think the metric is just odd, but... Supply went down. What was that? Ten percent, something like that. Seven percent, ten percent. Yeah, I mean, it. just the, sure. I agree with your entire story. Um, it's just an interesting metric, at least. Mm. So that you is. see the amount of Q and T dropping, and whatever whatever the case is, well, we've mm. had some shaky shaky situations with exchanges. That might be a reason, but I also know that most people in quants, you also see the volume. Not intending on selling it, they yeah. they see it and they store it somewhere uh, somewhere safe. Yeah, whatever see, see it the means. Though the, the problem is what is and what is not an exchange. Yeah, is a, is custody an exchange? I'd say it is yeah, because it you is. provide yeah. they they provide custody for your token. So yes, you have your own keys. Yes, you have your own stuff but it is under their management, right? You need to consult and contact them. To so if they use the Coinbase API to distribute tokens from Coinbase 10 or Coinbase 2 or whatever to your cold wallets, is that then by the researcher being labeled as an exchange wallet or is that a private wallet? Because in my opinion, because Coinbase Custody, for instance, uses ledgers. Everybody has their own ledger or whatever they use. They, they use a safe solution with, with four eyes and such. If a lot of tokens move to those wallets, then that could be regarded as um, private entities, which yeah. it is not. And this is interesting because... Overledger, everything that gets bought needs to get locked under um, because it's a license, right? Yeah. So if that goes to Coinbase custody and, 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 and they pick it up, they get the tokens in Coinbase 10 and then it's on the exchange. 
but then it gets transferred to a ledger. Yeah, that's right. But it is still in custody, but it is on a private wallet. So that would then still mean that it is technically on an exchange, but it's not on an exchange. So what does that do with the data? That would actually say that, okay, the more tokens get pulled off exchanges, the bullisher the case, because then more will be in custody or in the hands of. But if the custody wallets are flagged because they, they show anomalous behavior, you know, ETH, blah, 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 then they could falsely be judged as exchange wallets. And then it also fucks up your, your measurements. You get what I'm saying? And, and, yeah, and I do, and, I do, and, yeah. And, and I'll yeah. argue that, that the vast majority of tokens will be locked by custody or whatever in the very near future. And that's not even talking about gateways, which is an entirely different discussion. So how many tokens are on exchanges? Is it interesting? Yes. Why? Because it is really ambiguous. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I mean, if we would take the metric and if you hmm. would see it kind of as a constant Let's assume that the, the, the factors don't change. Is that what you call Citrus Paribus, or is that not how it's terrible at economics? But let's say that the, the conditions didn't necessarily change in the research. So they have, you have the same variables, eh? and you you look at that time frame. So it's like 80 weeks out of it, mean end of 2021. End of 2021, I think, until now, that's like 80 weeks. Then you do see the amount of opportunity on exchanges dropping. And whatever it means, I think at least, that it kind of well shows what, what people in this community are doing. They, they, they literally store their community. They're not necessarily intending to sell it. If Also, if you look at our How do you volumes, know? How do you know? You never know, you know for sure, but I, I, I do have this and, and and why does it matter i mean all statistics don't technically never matter right it's just a statistic it's the interpretation that you give it it's it might be completely irrelevant but i do think to me it's, it's not really indicative of anything but i i get what you're saying and it's it's also a little bit bread and service right i mean it's like i i wrote this in uh, this afternoon um, it, it's a very nice Bitcoin maxi way of manipulating sentiment. Make but does Sebastian, the person who shared it, does he intend? On no, I'm not talking about Sebastian. I talk. some guy in trading spoke about it. No, I'm not talking about Sebastian. I'm not testifying to anybody's character. Um, but he, he, he shared that with the best intentions obviously he just wants to inform people i don't think he has any motive whatsoever behind that no. not at all but this was this was a guy talking about i believe bitcoin something mm -hmm. i can remember anyway tokens are off exchanges wonderful that's even less volume for us yeah volume will grow uh, looking at uh, that it's all just been released today. 
everybody can now use. Um, moving on to the next topic. Everybody can now get access to Quant Overledger, same solution as the Bank of England uses, Project Rosalind used, um, and now it's open to the public. And that will mean that people can get licenses, people have to buy Q&T, and they can use whatever quant created or create their, their own solution. Eventually, they have to build their own solution. I think quant probably has some of their, well, I think premium APIs and such um, that you can just plug into and get going. Yeah. But it will it will take time. So we're, we're, we're still talking price here, right? Because that's what people find most interesting. What, what we'll see is that will just ramp up gradually because not every business is agile enough to implement a new piece of tech straight off the bat. Don't know what the state of quant things is, right? If they can literally just, like Windows, just boot it up, choose a package, double click, and is it ready? Could be. I don't know. If that's the case, so they can integrate some old ass uh, hardware or software solution and just link it to DLT with a couple of clicks, that'd be great. We'll still take a couple of weeks though, because things need to get signed, things need to get approved. Um, molasses was what somebody says, big companies, it's like molasses. But the costs will arguably be very low compared to many, many other solutions. Um, and you have the freedom to, to choose whatever you want, which is which is really nice. The lock-in is, is non-existent one because you can just switch solutions. to do so. The price section from our end, what we're looking for is like the more volatile kind. That will also need to propagate, right? Um, this news is is pretty new. This is most news, um, and a lot of people are still coping, and a lot of people still don't understand. Then there's the people that still have hope that their project is still being used on the back end. Um, and then there's the, the, the people that made their token truly their religion and they don't want to touch anything else, even if they're wrong. I mean, there are a lot of people. And then there's the people that think that these gains are not quick enough. They do not want to wait two years. I'd rather buy Pepe and get rich now. And 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 some of you will laugh, um, but I'm crying on the inside yeah. because there are so 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 many people that that are not here for a long term investment, and they are aware. I mean, and every, every everything is fine, right? If if you want to go into crypto. And, and just make a few bets and hope you win, that is fine. Right? You just need There's to make quick gains, Jorno. And then with the quick gains, you, you can swap them back into quant later. Buy low, Easy. sell high. You just watch it go. And just when it goes down a bit, you just sell. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So it's that was the advice. We actually, actually watched a TikTok video in 2021 
where a guy was explaining investing like that in like a 30 second TikTok video. So I made tons of money. <laughs> and he was actually pointing at the graph. Yeah, see, here it's token created and I bought it and then it went up and then it went down a bit and then I sold. Easy 2000X. Yeah. And that was peak bull market and everything pumped if it had a doggy name. Uh, I mean, if that's your thing, go do your thing. But you're, 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 you're not. We're, we're comparing grapes to watermelons here. Yeah, this takes a bit longer. Yeah, and this I, takes a little bit more research. Yeah. And what doesn't take very long is the video that is here with the updates on Overlay. <laughs> we're still talking about an update. We're somehow talking about grapes, oranges, and, and then people. Is there a video here? Yeah, about the bridge functionality, right? Okay, we can we can watch this. Okay, so bridging with Overledger. Quant introduced a bridging function today, also with the latest update. And uh, oh, this is a tricky thing. Ooh, looking at a warm hole kind of thing, just uh, psychedelic. Uh, <laughs> psychedelic. That's the word they want to say. So uh, let's have a look at the video on Quant's website about bridging. Tokenization is transforming a wide range of assets, from currencies to carbon credits, funds to real estate. But unless these tokens are portable, they are destined to live in walled gardens, unable to reach their full potential. Connecting tokens to other blockchains without the right controls and security leaves your assets vulnerable. And building the right connection is complex, time-consuming and expensive. Many bridges have poorly coded smart contracts and make use of escrow to lock your tokens until destination ones are minted. Such bridges are often subject to cyber attacks. In contrast, Overledger's bridges provide complete control of tamper-proof smart contracts at both ends, allowing tokens in one blockchain to be transferred for equal tokens in another. Created by experts in cybersecurity, our bridges burn and mint tokens in a single function, using the latest security protocols, removing the need for escrow and keeping your assets safe. Whether it's to trade digital currencies, increase liquidity for alternative assets, or create wider access to tokenized bonds, Overledger allows you to create secure bridges without any coding, quickly and with confidence, delivering interoperability with trust, resilience, and programmability built in. Overledger Platform, the enterprise standard for building on blockchain. Yeah. Even if you're not a techie and you have just only heard of crypto, this is a very easy to understand example. If you were only listening to this in the car or whatever, thank you, bless you, we love you, like, follow, etc. Check out the Quant website. Link is in the description. The visuals with this make it all very, very clear what is going on. And it also shows what is fundamentally wrong right now with crypto and how everything's being done. They explained it. Um, it's, it's, it's all solved. 
truly, if, if you want to do something with blockchain, multiple blockchains, tokens, whatever, you can just get this for 11K a year, right? Bare bones, minimal, minimal, minimal. You get some credits and you can get going. I'd say that's pretty groundbreaking. And pretty fucking terrifying if you're holding XRP and you thought that would be the thing, right? Or am I now mixing things up? You are not. Um, sorry, I was just blown away by the audio level for my piece in my computer. Rip headphone users. <laughs> it was very loud to video. Uh, I'm not I, sure. I, Something I, technically I, went I, wrong. I'll, I'll make a note with editing probably. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you're invested in in, in one of these other coins uh, or tokens, um, <laughs> and you see this, I'd be afraid. Yeah. Because yeah, you're not being because mentioned. We're not playing is, with you. This is this is atomic swaps as it's supposed to be, and there is no tokens that need to be held by people using it besides for the tokens that they have to use for the service they need to provide and and looking at what's coming with mica <laughs> shit <laughs> with mica etc and 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 the, and the basel thing and and god knows what else regulation wise it will be very very expensive to keep crypto on your um, on your balance sheet, so getting a token to provide services for other people doesn't make any sense. It is extra overhead. It is extra risk. I mean, tokens are highly volatile. Yeah, I'm talking about XRP and and all the others again. Um, so as long as there's no fiat on off in between um that's a problem anyway um we also had overledger 22331 bridge flow is being introduced what this means deploy secure bridges for efficient transfers we've just seen this how you can benefit uh, currently overledger bridges can be created through the following supported networks being mainnets for ethereum polygon avalanche and xdc and on testnet girly mumbai fuji and apothem and then there's a bunch of tech stuff underneath oh i forgot to share my screen right i'm sorry i'm an idiot as you all will know um we also have this new thing and it reads associations so we are members it, the website reads, we are members of various associations worldwide that are working towards an empowered, interconnected world, ready to take your first steps into the future. So wonderful picture. Where, where is this, Tim? You notice these things? Um, is, it, is this London? No, it's definitely not London. <laughs> I have no idea. Can, can uh, you zoom I, in a little bit? Yeah. I, 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 I can't zoom in. I saw the river. I was like, oh, maybe that's the river Thames. I don't know. Isn't okay. Isn't it Hong Kong? I think. I'm not sure. Oh, that could very well be. I like the big shiny uh, thingies. Yeah, Hong Kong. That makes sense. 
Um, so associations worldwide that they're members of, right? One is Engine. Engine is a new name for Velocity, the fintech hub launched in the UK's investment association in 2018. Their mission is simple, to fuel the adoption of technology within investment management for the benefit and changing needs of clients. It works with 140 plus fintech firms. Then we have the future of finance, not a conference, nor is it a debating chamber, a discussion forum, a networking event, a talking shop, or a think tank. Though it hosts all of these activities, its primarily pur primary purpose is to change the financial services industry. It aims to achieve our goals through identifying practical measures for change, devising impactful changes to law and regulation, rethinking fiscal, monetary, and economic policies, and promoting innovation, productivity, competition, and stability. Then we have the INEDBA, International Association for Trusted Blockchain Applications, offers public and private developers and users of DLT, a global forum to interact with regulators and policymakers and bring blockchain technology to the next stage. Inetba facilitates positive change in the blockchain ecosystem. Then we got to innovate finance. Independent industry body represents and advances the global fintech community in the UK. Mission is to accelerate UK's leading role in the financial services sector by directly supporting the next generation of technology-led innovators. And then there is the ITSA, that's the International Token Standardization Association. They aim to promote the development and implementation of comprehensive market standards for blockchain and DLT-based cryptographic tokens. So nice. those are the five highlighted associations they are part of. And, um, well, you were, uh, well, you were <laughs> talking about the associations, I did look it up. Uh, it's Shanghai. Uh, but I always recognize Shanghai, but, uh, but wait, I'll show you. <laughs> Sorry for going off topic again. Nah, it's okay. Stages of the, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that is the last topic, because then... Yeah, we're we're both toast. I'm done. Uh, okay, so uh, let, let me undock this. Uh I'm just clicking random buttons at the moment. No, it is Shanghai. You can see here. Uh, share. Okay, so basically, oh, I'm having all these things. Zoom always has the tendency to open everything when you start sharing. So basically, you always recognize Shanghai by this this building, uh, but in that picture, you, you don't you don't see like this a butt plug. Yeah. Didn't someone mention Easy Toys in the Dutch chat today? Hey, uh, <laughs> so we basically have this building here, and then you have this one and this one. And I was like, ah, that's Shanghai. I was just looking. Ah, the HSBC building here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. And but it's interesting that they they keep showing pictures of Shanghai. Yeah. Uh, are they doing that as Easter egg, or? And on that bombshell. On that bombshell, it's. The end of a highly anticipated episode, I think. Uh, yeah. There is way more than we could cover in an hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> we didn't even go into the news articles. Um, we didn't go into gateways. We didn't go into gateways. We had this brief little discussion with the boss earlier tonight, just before we went into the show, to just kind of get a mental picture of where the Overledger platform and the most recent update are located on the spectrum 
and they were mostly on the enterprise side. And we just had this brief little discussion before, and we'll save there is so much. There's show. only so much we can cover, and yeah, we'll save this for another show. You'll hear back from us in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, I thought I saw somewhere that the bi-weekly updates, the fortnightly updates are back. I could have imagined, I could have seen an old message, not sure. Um, we will see. If we keep getting the updates on a Tuesday, that would be fantastic because Tuesday is our recording day for both the Dutch and the English episodes. Let Gil, um, Gil and the team know, so they, 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 they drop it for yeah. us. So very kind of them. Yeah. For now, thank you so much for listening and watching. Made it all the way through. Props to you. Let me know in the comments. Did, did you watch it to the end? That'd be great. And um, if you have any suggestions, questions, do not hesitate to ask. We'll do our best to check up and check in and, uh, and cover what we can. Tim, last remarks? Nothing. Uh, nothing really. I'm just toast. This point yeah. a bit less than last week we uh, my, the temperature in my room dropped back to like 24 degrees last week it was near the 30s so yeah, yeah th things are a bit better actually it started raining as well uh i hope we kind of keep this weather for now because it's much easier to record a show uh, you, you guys didn't see us during the dutch one last week but we were struggling yeah. It was pretty terrible. No, uh, yeah. but outside of that, nothing to add. Uh, really looking forward to seeing you guys back in two weeks. And in the meantime, follow our social media channels. I'm doing a lot of stuff on Twitter. I'm actually being active there. I, I love the engagement. Gives me this nice little dopamine boost when I see that people uh, like and share my tweets. I'm just a very uh, narcissistic person, apparently. And yeah, that's it. Stay tuned. I see you a lot. Stay comfy. Stay comfy. Cheers.